going on, folks? It's your guy, Tommy Gann, TG here for Ice Cold Sports with my main man, my good guy, my good friend, Zachary Leones. What is going on, Zach? How are we doing, TG? How are we doing, Ice Cold Nation? Looking forward to another good weekend of football and fun. I think we should have a thing where, like, if you're an Ice Cold Sports fan, you go burr. <laughs> go burr when you do when you walk by each other i like that that's they're, they're, how that's how we'll identify each other in the streets in the streets that's our signal you know a little, little burr right you know we're cold uh we'll Love start that. off with what is maybe uh a man who has made himself unlikable over the last couple of years in any way he possibly can aaron Rodgers, who it turns out is not vaccinated he sort of kind of misled people about it saying, oh, I'm immunized, but he, it turns out that just meant he had like some new age treatment that like no doctor says is right. And then he gets COVID. And so now he's out for the game against the Chiefs. Uh, you know, my opinion on Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's he's your favorite, isn't he? He owns my soul. What's crazy is the only thing that's given me anything against him over the last few years has just been his personal life. Just because it's between his family, like him not liking his family, and stuff like this. Like, it's been all this kind of stuff. That's the only thing that's buoyed, buoyed me. What you got? Yeah, this was this was an interesting one. Um, I, I found it interesting that the NFL and the Packers um, were basically allowing him to walk around the building as as if he were unvaccinated. Because well, I thought he was. I thought he was uh, 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 doing the all the stuff, all the COVID protocols, all the unvaccinated protocols. I guess I guess that might just be an area where there's conflicting reporting right now. Then, because I I heard that while he was on the NFL's list as unvaccinated the Packers were kind of just looking the other way in the building is a lot of the reporting what I've as that's a lot of the reporting I've read. Um, I it's, it's not surprising. I heard he was on, I believe it was Kyle Brandt's podcast. Um, Love, Love Kyle. Yeah. He's great. Great guy. Um, he was on his pod, I believe in like, yeah, I want to say like January or uh, or it was right after they got eliminated from the NFC playoffs. So probably right around then. And, and he said like, he was more so I, he was asked about the potential of a vaccine mandate when at a time when there wasn't even a vaccine and he kind of waffled around and he's like, honestly, I just believe in just, you know, taking good care of myself, having a lot of vitamin C in the system that's the kind of stuff you say when you don't believe in the, and, oh yeah, I, I'm taking care of myself, guys. And I'm just, no yeah. And, and the real the real vaccination for COVID is to lose weight. That's that's another one I like. Yeah, it's like, it's not like the polio vaccine or the, the measles, mumps, rubella, smallpox, like none of those ever worked, right? Yeah, never every, worked. Every people, people just get those all the time. People so. still get, well, people forget polio is not completely dead in some parts of the world, so. Checkmate. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I'm like the tiny little parts of Africa. They're very close, but it's not it's not completely dead. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it was it's just tough. Like Aaron, Aaron is a role model to many. He's done a lot to make himself unlikable over these last few oh, years. It's kind of just telling me. Let's talk about it was a little bit of a tough subject. We'll go over quickly. 
Uh, Henry Ruggs III, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, was in a traffic incident where he killed a woman. Uh, it was DUI. He was two times over the legal limit, and he was going like 150 miles an hour. Um, and she died in her car with her dog uh, when the car burned up. Uh, I, 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 this is very tough for me to go through because as a person, usually, you know, you know I'm always for, you know, being compassionate when people are in their toughest spots. At the same time, I think right now there's maybe a little too much attention being given to uh, uh, rugs and, you know, wishing him well than talking about the fact that a woman died in horrific fashion because of his insanely uh, irresponsible actions. I mean, not just a mistake, but a mistake times a mistake. So that's all I have to say. I know you, you, you maybe have different thoughts on this. It's it's a fragile topic. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hot take debate you on this because of that. Um, you're right. He made one very horrible, very life altering decision. Um, he's going to probably go away for a long time. Um, he'll he'll deserve whatever comes his way, most certainly. Um, but I I guess I. I, I don't I don't mean this in a negative way. I hope I hope this is not the last his NFL career is probably over. Let's die. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think there's any doubt about that, but I hope this is not the last we we see or hear of Henry Ruggs. I hope he comes out of the other side of whatever that sentence is, a, a reformed, changed person. I agree. This is learned learned from the awful the awful 100%. mistake he made. But I think that should be quarter of a century later um yeah you're you're probably right in the ballpark there it should probably be on the high side whatever of whatever the recommended sentence is but i'm not a judge so we'll we'll just see what happens there very good point neither of us are um the braves world series champions uh first time since the 90s i mean good on them beating the astros uh astros can you know kick rocks what I, I mean, they pretty much dominated most of the series, including that game six. It was nice seeing a World Series actually played at home stadiums. That was pretty cool. Um, Atlanta fans, one thing I will say that's cool about Atlanta fans is that they're similar to Cubs fans in that there are, it's a large nation. There's a lot of, it's a very widespread out fan base. Uh, oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say a tortured fan base. No, 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 all, no, no, of no. Atlanta, all of Atlanta, but go on. They, they're not in the ballpark of, of Cubs torture. They, Cubs torture is 108 years. Uh, but there's a lot of, it's very spread out uh, fandom because they were on TV, on like Turner Broadcasting for so many years. So people like across the South and in other places that didn't have baseball would be watching the Braves. The, it was similar for the Cubs across the West and even down South. Uh, oh yeah, w, WGN, right? W, yeah, WGN was pretty big station and they could you know people were able to get the games and it was uh both teams of kind of those kind of markets so i appreciate what they're what they got right now good for the braves yeah i remember like all all the way up to like i don't know i want to say like 
2008, 2009, I still remember like WGN being out there and like Cubs were, Cubs were available on cable pretty much every day. Uh, Brave, Braves too. Um, yeah, really, really cool for Atlanta fans. Um, I know I, I work at a company where, you know, people are just kind of flying in and accepting jobs from all different spots in the nation. And I work with a guy from Atlanta and, and he, he texted me right around the time. I think the Braves were up like six or seven, nothing late in the game. And he's like, Oh, it's uh, it's 28, three right now, guys. And he was just, he was expecting, he was expecting the worst. I think we all were. <laughs> and I just found that so funny, but um, just outstanding job making, you know, it's, it's never say die mentality. You lose Acuna, a generational talent in the middle of the that, season. That was that that blows my mind because I think me and Henry Collins have both said that we think Acuna is one of the best in the in the whole in the, in the entire in all of baseball. We've both been great, and I know you as well have been a great admirer of his. And so yeah, to see, yeah, I to love see watching him play. Them being able to win without him, pretty incredible. Yeah, and um, Mike Soroka as well ruptured it like he got he had a really nice first two years. Um, did it without him. He was supposed to kind of be their their number one guy for the future. Um, shout out Jock. Shout out Eddie Rosario. Love the, out, I love Jock. Cup for shout life. Shout out Sol, Solaire Power. Yes, that, another cup for life. Hitting a fucking tank to start off that uh, that game six. Uh, Solaire's always had great power, like just his, his you know his home run hitting ability. It's just always been a consistency for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Cub fans really liked him. We were sad to see him go when he was traded away to Kansas City. He's bounced around a little bit. And to see him do as well as he has, uh, it warms my heart. I'm, I'm, all, I'm very happy for him. It was a little, I mean, throughout, it was all different Cubs throughout the playoffs. We, you know, we saw between the Giants and the Red Sox and, you know, lots of Cubs everywhere. Uh, They're actually, uh, uh, yeah, and another, another little nugget before we move on. They're uh, they're having a parade in both in both Cobb County and Atlanta. That's strange. Um, that's I I like it. Wait, is it, it one parade going between the two or two different parades? I'm not. I'm not. See, I'm. I'm not. I'm not sure. And my my knowledge of Atlanta geography is not good enough to to tell you how close those two. They're right there. They're right those next two to things them. are. Um, it's Fulton so County. I'm, I think not, Cobb County's right next to it. Okay. Yeah. It, they. I don't know. Maybe they'll just cruise in on on the interstate or whatever. Just like that would just be so Atlanta. Atlanta. That's so Atlanta <laughs> with how with the way traffic works there. The commute. You know, make the commute the parade route. Why not? You know the South better than I do, but that's that's funny. I don't know. I don't know Atlanta extremely well. I just know that the traffic is and the urban expansion is massive yeah. um next up one of the weirdest stories i've ever heard in sports one of the strangest so the texas special teams coach uh his wife is a stripper whose name is pole assassin and pole assassin has an assistant on the pole it's a monkey named gia and then the month they had some type of Halloween maze. And at the Halloween maze, some kid went behind like a fence he wasn't supposed to go behind. And the monkey bit him. And they had to get the fire department out there 
to pry the monkey off the kid. Wild. I mean, where do you even start with that? Apparently, this guy was also in consideration for the wazoo job, and this hurts his chances now. <laughs> so, this is a, a cr- crazy, crazy story. Uh, especially the, the 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 girl for the wife comes out on Twitter and, and like is like, "Oh, the kid shouldn't have been going. This is all fake news." It's just insanity. It doesn't even sound real. It sounds like an Onion article. It's that crazy. The, let's let's unpack this. <clears throat> let's unpack this one thing at a time here. So, what what did you say the what did you say the stripper's name was again? Pole assassin. Pole assassin. She li- she is a murderer of poles. Apparently, well, that's in- what she does at strip clubs. Interesting. She has a monkey. Apparently, the monkey goat. He like runs around and picks up all the money, which is amazing. Like, I. I would like I would go just to see that. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty incredible. I th- that's just me, but um, and te- I I guess I guess you can't really like not hire a guy because his wife's a stripper. I don't even know if you would ask that question in a job I don't interview. Think that's but the, I don't I think that's the issue. Is just that yeah, that like, has to do with his wife being a stripper. I think the issue is that. Like, there's this monkey thing. I don't know. It just seems very distracting. You have this pet monkey that's biting kids. Yeah, I guess I just tried to unpack it from, like, three different ankle angles, and I'm still I'm still just coming up with nothing here, so. <laughs> I, just found, I just found a video of the monkey uh, on the pole. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Uh yeah, wild. Ice, ice cold after hours. After hours with ice cold sports. Oh yeah, when ice cold sports heats up. Um, but oh, he was. She was also apparently on the Jerry Springer show. Pole assassin. Was. Even even better. Yep, and the name of the coach, Jeff Banks, is named the coach. So wild stuff, guys. Wild. I, I don't even. Hey. Has this been even? Has this even been like confirmed? Oh, it is. It has been confirmed. Okay, never mind that. If, um, if this is athletic directors out there, if you're if you're looking for a new hire, please please do not slander my man my man Jeff for this. Please, Jeff would be please, great. You know. I would love it if he at the press conference he brings his wife and her monkey. That'd be amazing. This should be Last, like, bring the monkey to practice and put him like in a little visor, and then have him sit on the sideline. That'd be amazing. The one, the one Twitter nugget I did see from him is like uh, some some dude. I think he might have been like a, a staff member on the team throughout. Like having a having a pet monkey would be so much fun, and he just replied to it. It's like you have no fucking idea. Like <laughs> you just said, like this this man has seen this man has seen things. All right, you want to talk about the Jack Eichel trade? I do, I do, I do like getting into hockey every once in a while. So Jack Eichel, star player for the hapless Buffalo Sabres, finally, gracefully, is out of Buffalo after a long ordeal. He's going to Vegas. He's going to be able to get his surgery on his disc and his back. Uh, it's it's, and I've heard that Buffalo got some nice stuff back for him. That's what I heard. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not super knowledgeable on the whole hockey prospect asset world. So, 
Let me get, I'll, let me I'll, look I'll, it up what exactly they got, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave the analysis to you on that one, but the, you know, Eichel, Eichel is, I, I believe he's the, he comes from a very loaded draft class that also had Connor McDavid in it. Um, and he's like the, the second or third leading point scorer from that, from that stacked draft class. So I think anyone, anyone to be, would be lucky to get their hands on a center iceman like Eichel, but especially, especially the, uh, the Knights who are already loaded. Um, I don't know, I don't know exactly what the, you know, the recovery time frame on, on any of this is, and if he could even get back on the ice this season, but the, the Knights are just a good team with a lot of good young talent with a, uh, Marcius Holt and some other um, some other guys that have already performed well for them in, in playoff season. So I'm excited to see where that goes. So Alex Tuch, uh, Peyton Krebs, and two conditional picks, which actually sound not too bad. Like that's a pretty good. Plus they retain no salary, so it looks like they got a nice little return for him. Uh, yeah, Tuch, I believe, uh, or Tuch Tuch. I don't know Tuch, how he pronounces Tuch, it. Tuch makes more sense. Yeah, he's good. He's a nice. Uh, I think he's a pretty solid two-way forward. So Buffalo will get a player that can produce hopefully right away and some future assets. And Vegas gets the star they wanted. Agreed. Let's jump into the uh, to, to to the weekend of football coming up here. Start of college. Auburn at Texas A and M. Um, the only double-ranked matchup of the weekend, fun fact, uh, with Auburn ranked right now at Bad Radio. Uh, Auburn currently ranked at... Yeah. I can get it real quick. It should be right here. It should be right here. I don't know why it's... Oh, here we go. Auburn at 13, Texas A&M at 14. Um, Texas A&M favored by four and a half. Uh, Auburn's found uh, their their rhythm lately, uh, and and so has uh, Bo Nix. That's I mean they've had a nice little run, and then Texas A&M obviously beat Bama. They've obviously shown their true colors as of late. I think this could be a really good game, but I I actually really like Auburn in this in, in this game. Thoughts? Yeah, I think I I think you you hit it right mentioning uh, Bo Nix to start this off. I think this really just depends like which which way do you think the quarterbacks are going to go in this game because um we've seen calzada struggle to the level of letting the office hang offense hang in with a pretty abysmal colorado team yeah but that was his first, that was his first ever you know yeah very, like um, time, really lose losing to arkansas offense looking pretty lifeless there texas a&m has a lot of good five-star nfl ready skill talents and Calzada has a gun, but it depends on how accurate he's going to be. And, but on the other side, we've had a lot of good Bo Nix recently. Lots do, of good do, Bo Nix. Do we think we're ever going to see bad Bo Nix again? I'm not really sure. I don't know. So, I think, he, yeah, I think we will see some bad Bo Nix, but I think he's turned a corner overall. I, I think he definitely has. And, and he's a guy I think we might have been a little too hard on because he's been starting since he was a true freshman. I don't think um, he'd been too hard on him because he's someone that was hyped up to be like the next great thing. And the way we see these quarterbacks in college, like immediately they, they're really great. So I don't know if he's been too hard on him as much as we just, he just needed more time. 
that's fair. And he's, he's stayed the course and lived through it all instead of hopping the transfer portal. So I respect him for that. Agreed. Michigan State at Purdue, a game that you think is – Michigan State is safe and everyone else in the world says otherwise. Uh, can we – can we per don't? Per don't, I mean <laughs> – there you go. You're learning from me. Per don't, I mean, listen, I understand your contention that Iowa was is not good, which is I think is a bit unfair. I think Iowa is pretty good. Um, they, they, they had their biggest win in school history next week. They go to Purdue and get spanked. So I, this is a huge win for Michigan state. I don't think they've ever been this highly ranked before. This is a massive moment for them as a school. This is a moment where they fall against a team like this. It only makes sense. I mean, the number three in the country, this is where you, you see, uh, uh, Rome fall. Um, I've got my eye on one single player in this game, and I think you might be able to guess who it is. It's Kenneth, Kenneth Walker, Walker the third. third. I think he, I think he's just so good, and this has just so much potential for this to be like a, a Heisman moment kind of game for him. You know, he took five touchdowns to the house against Michigan. I think that was moment number one. Um, it, it, these, there's no easy games in the big 10 this late in the season. You're right about that. I, I was, I, I've seen this line as low as like two and a half. And I know people a lot smarter than me are making it, but I just, I just, I just can't see why TG. Why do I, we have been friends for a long time. How <laughs> we have. have you not at this point learned these things. This is a letdown spot. You win a massive game last weekend against your rival. And you I, go into I Purdue, you. a team that's not terrible. You go into Purdue, at Purdue, midday game, and you, you think that they're going to get up for that one? You think that this is not the spot where it all crumbles down? Purdue is where dreams go to die. I'm, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I, you're normally I'd be with you. Normally I'd be staring into this, but I'm, I am going Sparty here. Fine. Hey, that's all good. Go. Hey, no skin off my nose. You, if you want to lock the fire, that's your lock it up. Um, Oklahoma state at West Virginia. This is another game where West Virginia uh, is if you, three and a half point underdog. Oklahoma state only has one loss in the season. But I really like West Virginia in this game. Um, let's move on to the National Football League. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Uh, this is one of those interesting games, I think, of the weekend. Because Burrow, is Burrow going to be, is he all right? Is he, he's, he'll be able to play, right? I believe so. Week? I believe yeah. both. Yeah, I believe we'll get both starting quarterbacks in this game. Because Baker be played last week too, didn't he? Yeah. Odell is out. He's being given time. Um I feel like people will keep are now like blaming Baker for Odell stinking, which I don't understand. I mean, if you watched it all last year after they left, after Odell got hurt, that's when the Browns took off. So I don't know about that, but it's fascinating. I think the I think the Bengals have been one of the strange the, the strangest teams of the season, one of the biggest surprises. 
even though last week was not their best. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Thoughts? I think, yeah, I, I think everyone was pretty quick to crown them. Uh, you know, I think everyone was ready to crown them like AFC North champions after they walked into Baltimore and kicked the crap out of Baltimore and, and a really good Ravens team. But then they go and they lay an egg in a really bad letdown spot against the next the next great quarterback in Mike, Mike White. White. Mike White, baby. I love, love Mike. Mike White. 400 yards. 400. We're yards. we're watching Mike White as a family tonight and all rooting all rooting for him. We just all, as a collective family of agreed. Sicko love, sports we, fans. We love Mike White. You might say that sorry. we are what? Oh, I was uh, I was gonna say sorry and just get back into back into Cleveland and Cincinnati. No, no, I, I love more, if you I have like more the Mike, Mike White love, I'm here for I it. I love the Mike White White love. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We love we we we're all into, you know. I was gonna make a joke there. I, I don't want to have to go back and edit it in the out of the podcast, folks. Listen, I love making jokes for you all, uh, but it was gonna be. I, I can't. I, I can't do this every time because someone's gonna cut and cut and paste me onto something else saying this stuff. So, well, well I won't do my my white jokes coming up here about how I think he's so great. Um, you may even say he he's supreme. We're not going to go into that. Um, yeah, I think we had a pretty um, good. Um, and then finally, oh, then then next, Green Bay at Kansas City. Aaron Rodgers, Mister Anti-Vax himself, uh, out. The line went from like pick them to, uh, uh, to 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 Kansas City Thanks. minus eight. Eight oh wow, it's up to it's up to eight now. I saw I saw six and a half earlier this week. That's wild. That's already up to eight. Eight point swing. Jordan Love is going to start with Blake Bortles as the backup. Bortle uh, combat. Bortle combat. Bortles. Um. He he. I mean, this game obviously I think Kansas City's going to win. It'd be very sad if Kansas City loses this game. I think that it might be time to take out take Andy Reid out like old like last. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm ready to say that. I love Andy Reid, and I'm not trying to say that he's washed completely, but it's tough to be have to have this poor of a season. I think maybe time for him to hang up the headset and give it to Eric Bieniemy. Uh, tell you what, Dan, Daniel Sorensen is a guy who's probably just stands sitting there like, "Whoo, don't have to play against Aaron Rodgers this week." Because yeah. if you talk. If you're talking about a player that like football Twitter hates, it's him. It got burned a couple times by fucking Taylor Heineke. The man, I he's been a solid safety in the past. He's not not this year. Deliver, no, no, no. He's not delivered and had a very good season this year. I think it would be fair to say. Um, Lafleur is probably thinking of 27 different ways to attack that weakness right now. So, well, I mean, Jordan Love. Are we really gonna? I don't know if we can really, you know, what is he's not good. He isn't good. Listen, well, you can you can beat the Chiefs on the ground too. So, like, is it just a big Aaron Jones game then? Like, probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's true. Also, Bears have David Montgomery back. We're not gonna go over that game, but Bears will have Montgomery back this week. 
Oh, wait, really? Shit. I was going to, I was going to start Herbert in fantasy. (laughs) He should be, he should be back this week. He's back to practice today. We'll see if he ends up playing. Oh, I no. Know. I good like good for him, good for the Bears, but like for my own selfish. Herbert's been great. Herbert's, reasons, Herbert's, that's Herbert's not been good. great. I like Herbert. I added him on my fantasy team as well. But I also have uh, Montgomery. So I kept him on IR for this moment. Finally, uh, Tennessee at the Rams. Tennessee has been one of the weirdest teams in the NFL, I feel like, over this last year so far because they've had some huge wins. And then some absolutely crushing blows, uh, including that win against also, the, the Bills. Was that also lost to the Jets? Lost to the, just just that's like right. Cincinnati. They lost to the Jets. Yeah. Like Cincinnati lost to the Jets. They've they've not they've told the line between terrible and good. Now they don't have Derrick Henry, so that really screws them over. Done for the season. Um, the Rams are uh, sadly they just stole your boy, uh, Von Miller. He just got back. He just he's he's gone. I know it's tough for you. It's also tough because after he signed that contract extension, the song came out that went like Bronco for life, life, life. And I know. Now it, that's kind of like not not the case. Um, you can go off for a minute if you want about Von Miller. Um, I'll I'll hit you with a. I'll I'll go Von Miller first, and then we can go back to this game. I I think they did very right by him. I was I was kind of bummed because he was he was drafted. I was always you know I always liked football as a kid. I always liked going to games with my dad. But he was drafted around the time that I got like really really like yeah into like the the sicko analysis like of way football into football. I, do now. I, get, I know yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He was drafted like right around that time, and it's just like. It was, it just felt like a little piece of me died, even though, you know, uh, things like that are destined to end. I'm glad he's going to a really good team that is an obvious Super Bowl contender. And he's, he filmed like a 10 minute video at his own house saying like, he's totally open to coming back. So I think at the very least he'll sign a one day contract to retire as a Bronco, which is totally cool with me. If he wants to play the rest of his seasons elsewhere, like, that's fine. Go get your money. Go get your rings. I don't care. I just want the best for him. There's um, nothing like players signing one day contracts. I don't know why. I like that a lot. Bears have it had, just it hits it hits you right here. Well, it means that they care as well. They care about the franchise as well, and they the, the team shows how much they care. The Bears have had a couple different guys who they come back come back around and sign the one day contract, and it feels like a good ending point. For their careers and it feels like you know they they care about the franchise as well so that's all uh but yeah, let's like go that. into this game yeah absolutely matt stafford i mean obviously this rams team is stacked um matt stafford is a beast i mean i gotta expect they're gonna win pretty handily here just because now with henry out you kind of now don't have that run game on the ground i th- i mean it just Although this is the moment when, you know, any given Sunday thing happens and then you get a surprise. But your thoughts? Um, I've seen a lot of smart NFL people picking the Titans. Um, I I personally am not sure why. Um, 
the Titans seem to have one good offensive lineman, uh, and that is Taylor Luan. He's been a little banked up this year. He blocks the opposite side from which Von Miller rushes from. So that's going to be problematic. He's not, he's not playing this weekend, I thought. Miller? I don't think he's playing. He's been practicing. I He posted a picture of his jersey today. Well, maybe was, he will play. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I assumed him to play, but anyways, like I, I'm, I'm fully assuming Aaron Donald is going to wreck the interior of that offensive line. Oh yeah, Jalen Ramsey is just, is going to shadow AJ Brown all day. Um, I was, I am, I have a lot of AJ Brown shares in fantasy. I would consider sitting him if you're, if you're on that boat like me. Um, it, it's it's about in. Ah, I sorry, I'm forgetting the spread here, but I I just cannot recommend. I cannot endorse the Titans spread or outright in this game. That makes that makes sense. I mean, the the, the Titans are not. I mean, so they're the Rams are seven and a half point favorites. Um, I can understand why people are taking the Titans just because I can understand this is where a spot where they 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 step up. But I don't know. I love uh, uh Rabel Rabel Ultimate Football Guy. He's someone I love, so I can understand you know, hyping him up. I think they've got a really solid foundation with him and Tannehill. I'm just worried about some of the some of the lack of personnel they have at this point. We're in the trust tree. I don't trust Tannehill. I don't. Really? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I don't think. I, I I've never been someone who's been against a game manager, but he's someone who's just too much of a game manager. He can't really make plays by himself. Like putting the ball downfield as much. I don't just don't trust him as much. I don't suppose that. I think he last point, then we can move on. I think he's really nice at when he has time to just set his feet and throw a dart downfield with good protection. I think he is very good in those situations. I think it's when the pocket breaks down and he, and he's been playing with a poor offensive line this year. I think that's affected him. Um, he's not, he's a good player. He's not just like this game breaker. That's going to make a play no matter the people around him though. Yeah. That makes sense. Thank you. Uh, so my source right now has handed me, uh, their picks. Um, as you may know, um, teachers Hot picks off the presses. are taking a hiatus for the moment. So it's ice cold sports special selections. Uh, we have uh, our 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 uh, unnamed out of their safety uh, person who is is making these picks. Uh, don't worry about who it is, but they are a they 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 they, they are associated with ice cold sports. At least now they are, and they're making some nice picks for us. So let's go into it. Special selections. First of all, first up, Ohio State. First half, uh, minus seven and a half at Nebraska. He says that he likes uh, the Buckeyes to probably route in this game, but he's going to play it safe and just say they, they are winning by more than seven points at the end of the first half. Auburn plus four and a half at Texas A&M. He really likes Bo Nix, and he likes that defense. He thinks that they're going to be trouble for Texas A&M. He says West Virginia plus three and a half uh, against Oklahoma State at home. Uh, it's not easy going to Morgantown to win, he says. He says take them. 
He also says the over 49. He likes points. Uh, Iowa at Northwestern says he likes the under 40 and a half. Uh, you say the words Iowa, you say the word Northwestern. You don't, you think of 40, more than 40 points. So, and then Tennessee minus half a point at Kentucky. This is a moment when things finally click into place. I mean, Kentucky's ranked, Tennessee's not. And Tennessee's in a spot where they're probably going to be able to win with that offense. Hendon Hooker is, is, think is a good quarterback. He thinks he's a good quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback as well. Um, so we're going to say take Tennessee. And then finally is Icy Hot Lock of the Week. Navy, over 12 and a half points at Notre Dame. He likes Navy to keep it closer than people think, but he's not going to go for the minus 21 as a lock. He's just going to go with over 12 and a half. He likes the scoring just then to at least get a couple of scores in there uh, to push it over 12 and a half. Thoughts on our unknown pickers picks? Thank you. Um, I'm, uh, I'm loving Navy this week as well. Navy. Um, I've, yeah, I've I've um, I've picked them. Uh, I, I'm on board. I've I picked them just against against the spread. Um, you know, three to a service academy getting three touchdowns with how like with how few those possessions those games have. Like, I don't care how terrible Navy is. I just don't think there's going to be enough. I don't think they're terrible either. Game to, they had a yeah. close game against Cincinnati a couple weeks ago. That's fair. That is very blew fair. away this this Notre Dame team. So I don't think it's that crazy to think that this team they can stay in it for at least a little bit and not lose by three touchdowns. But my guy just likes more than uh, twelve and a half points. I think it's fair. I I agree with I agree with your man behind the curtain on that as well. Yep. Any thoughts on this um, weekend? Yeah, these are these are my picks. Uh, they're. Um, uh, this is some of my own research, not from not from your mystery man. Um, I've got Texas plus six and a half against Iowa State. Um, I am so done with picking Iowa State. They are terrible against the spread. They have disappointed in all aspects this year. Texas is a crazy talented offense. I think they're just going to turn it on. Um Give me the horns plus points here. Um, I've got Cincinnati minus 22 against Tulsa. I think they're just going to be mad with that, that fucking number six next to their name. And Tulsa is not a good team. I think Cincinnati is just going to take all of that playoff rage and just destroy Tulsa with a full head of steam. Um, and I would, I would be pissed in that situation too. So my guy says add that to his card as well. Love that. So that was, um, was that, that was a, a, a Tulsa or Cincinnati minus. What was that? Twenty two. I, I, I believe I've seen it in the. I've seen it fluctuate anywhere from twenty one and a half to twenty two and a half. So, um, depends on your local odds maker. And then. Um, we already talked about Michigan State minus three. I just think that's a very talented team that's not going to lay down in an upset spot like that. Um, yeah, you're you're you you you're, 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 you're eating the cheese. 
I guess. And then I next am thing you know, I am. Ah. I am. I am the lab rat. You are because you're taking the cheese big time here. This is where you even if Michigan State wins this game, it's not a good pick. I hear you, but I, this is a this is a heart overhead. This is your this is your woman talking. Do you hear that sound? Maybe. Show this to Paige. Shot a page. I've also I've also got over the total on Virginia Tech, Boston College. Uh, numbers only forty seven there. There's been a ton of high scoring games in the ACC this year, um, some of which involve these teams. Um, I'm loving loving that pick this week, and uh, that's. I've got some NFL, but I'm embarrassed to say the number that I saw early in the week. Um, so I'll just move on from that. <laughs> um, one last thought. Uh, the Bulls are back. Even though they lost last night, they've had a lot of close games, a lot of really good games. Bulls are back. Deal with it. Uh, See, I, I haven't been watching a ton of NBA, but I've I've heard I've heard you know in like podcasts and you know TV and stuff. I've heard nothing but good things about this Bulls team. So you think they're for real? We'll see. They've they're still they're clearly not a finished product yet. They should have won last night against the Sixers when they gained the comeback and they let them let that slip away. And they've had a couple games where they were losing by a lot and they came back to win. They had that Knicks game they should have won. So it's all, it all, it all, you know, it's, it's been all very strange so far. I think they're going to get more and more in tune with each other as the season goes by. And I, I like the Bulls this year. Love the Bulls this year. Yeah. It's, it's too early to make it, you know, to make any broad, like this team sucks or this team is awesome kind of declarations just because like, you know, you, you have to assume the Bulls will make like a trade deadline acquisition and become even better. And the team will, will grow the chemistry and, some of these teams that have struggled getting out of the gate, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not too worried. That makes sense. All right, folks. Thank you all for listening or watching. Make sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube and Apple podcasts. Um, make sure to visit all the links that you see to see all of our stuff. Uh, and um, that wraps it up folks. I'm Tom again. That's Zach Lyons. And this has been ice. Cold sports. See you guys.